this is a bad situation for America's cattle farmers and America because we're producing a billion pounds less of beef than we were in this country uh, just a year ago. And we're not investing in America's beef and cattle farmers. And uh, uh, Biden uh, uh, policies are hurting America's cattlemen, uh, such as myself. They should be investing in America's cattle farmers and making sure that we have the tools needed to stay on the farm. You know, we have everybody stacked up against it. We got Bill Gates saying, uh, you know, eat fake meat. And then we have uh, 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 the U.N. Uh, coming out saying uh, not to support uh, uh, beef producers and eat less beef. We need to be supporting um, America's cattle farmers. And last night I was at the cattle market uh, in my local township around here in, in Blackstone, Virginia, uh, a very good market, I would, I would like to add. And I saw that uh, some of the stalls were empty. And, it's, and during this time period, uh, generally, we see uh, the, the, the cattle market is just full of, of livestock. And, and now we see some empty stalls in there. And it's because we're not producing the beef that we used to do. That was Virginia farmer John Boyd breaking it all down for you as to what cattle ranchers are seeing right now firsthand. And he's not fear mongering. There's a lot of statistics that actually back this up. We are seeing a drop in cattle and you should be concerned. We could just go back to 2020 till now. You're seeing about a 10% drop in cattle being reported. And it just doesn't end there, of course. Currently right now we have 87.2 million cattle, which is the lowest it's ever been since 1951. Again, you should be concerned. Our population has been booming since. And then there's the cost of cattle. And we have a chart for you to kind of break all of this down. The cost of cattle has significantly, uh, products, beef products, has significantly gone up. This is from, this is comparing 2003 to 2023. So take a look at this. You have ground beef. It's gone over 105%, roast 84%, and steaks are up 91%. So yeah, this might be an area of concern for Americans at home. Let's bring in Jason Nelson to discuss all of this. He is the co-founder of flyovermeat.com. Jason, thanks for jumping on with us. We really appreciate it. Bree, thank you for having me back on. I, I got to say, after watching that clip, I, I start to wonder, should I wear a cowboy hat through all of this? I do own them. I, I Maybe I'm lowering my own credibility here by not ever wearing one. I'm not sure. I think the cowboy hat would give you credibility. Yes. So I'm all in for this. <laughs> I think it's really, it's definitely, it's definitely a great accessory to have on when you're talking about cattle. Yeah. It's hard to wear with the uh, headphones though. So yeah. <laughs> well, you know, he's right on point. So they're talking about uh, spiking beef prices. And as he pointed out, it's a lot of it has to do with Biden's policies. We could even just say it's open borders, Democrats, Democrat policies. These were uh, Obama's policies, whether it be through the EPA, BLM, uh, or the OG BLM, uh, Bureau of Land Management, uh, whether it be from uh, the obviously horrible uh, energy decisions that are made, whether it be through um, uh, the fact that, that we have flight from other states that is uh, encroaching on cattle land. There are so many factors that contribute to this, but I, I think the overwhelming factor that seems to be contributing is that it's, it's planned. They don't want you eating beef. Uh, I don't I, the only reason I can come up with is that they don't want a strong populace because we all know how healthy beef is for you. And a healthy, clean protein is is what your body needs to be able to operate at high efficiency. And I, they, I think they don't want that. And more importantly, they want to have control of that food supply. But in the end, there are just 
it's just bad policy that has led to this. And and at this point, um, where even though our our imports are increasing, we've seen a, a increase of about six percent in imports. Uh, we've seen a decrease in thirty seven percent in exports, and that's important because it says that overall, by the way, our cattle losses were down six percent, including what we intake. So just the available cattle this year is down six percent, which means obviously a spike in prices. Uh, it means a lowering in quality. It means that you're going to see cattle that you wouldn't normally want process to be processed and that's going to be made available to americans then it's just going to be low grade quality and again at high prices it's just we see it all through whether it be biden inflation or whether it be through um uh, just just the lack of supply because of bad policy uh, in the end it's the american consumer that is suffering right now yeah no they are i know um, we all laughed a couple of years ago when alexandria ocasio-cortez the the congresswoman from the bronx was pitching the idea of kind of eliminating cows because of cow farts contributing to global warming was kind of the pitch over there and we all thought it was a joke but it really wasn't she was she was serious and this was the agenda that was being pushed forward to her to echo it to members of congress so it is concerning but i wanted to talk about imports because you mentioned and i think it's really important why is it so important for us to produce our own cattle because you mentioned quality too. Is there, when we're importing more cattle from other countries, is there a loss of quality that we're kind of getting when we're doing that? Well, I, I don't want to insult because we do have positive tra trading partners, but I would say that <clears throat> it's a bit misleading when you put in place so many standards within the United States and then you per, uh, intake beef from countries you know do not meet those same standards. And it's very easy to, um, clean a cow if you would say uh, uh so that it would test differently by the time you got it to market and and so since we don't know since they don't have the type of uh inspection agency since we don't have that kind of oversight in those countries i would say it's just naturally going to be an occurrence that we would get less quality beef and whether it be uh, uh, flavor because Texas makes the best cattle. Uh, but it most importantly, when it just comes to safety, I would think that obviously if you have in the supply chain standards that are set in the United States that aren't met in other places in the world, then in bringing in that beef isn't a uh, positive. But aside from that, let's talk about some other issues that that brings up. Uh, how can you continue to import that cattle? Because again, you're doing it from a lack of supply here within the United States, multiple factors leading to that. But then there's the cost of importing that cattle. And you and I were talking before, uh, earlier and we had talked about how, you know, right now India is talking about how it will not ship out rice uh, this year. It's going to have lower export. And it's not because they don't have rice. It's because shipping out the rice is too expensive, the cost of shipping. And the, obviously that's been driven by uh, whether it be a weak administration's position towards terror, towards the Houthis, towards everything else. For they let them get away with so long that the cost of shipping went up, but also through bad energy policy that we've seen them implement for the last three years and the eight years through the Obama administration. And those have, it, it's forced. We're, we're, we're going to see worldwide famine for the first time since the 80s and we're and yeah. and it's manufactured it's absolutely government manufactured and that is insane so when you look at the US and you look at our beef you you when you see that it's a manufactured crisis in other places, you then can look within your own borders and say this feels manufactured as well as you mentioned we have a booming population and we have twice as many people as we did in 1951. And now you're sitting here with cattle at the same 
levels and you're going, well, what are people going to eat? If they're dependent on a worldwide supply chain, um, how secure is that supply chain right now? And we all know, obviously, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. If the pandemic has taught us anything, it's that it's not. They're all vulnerable. And so I thought the story was extremely interesting. I think it's flying under a lot of people's radar regarding cattle shortages, potentially. Michael Yawn actually came on this show and also echoed the same fears that you have regarding a global famine. I mean, he's someone who's seen atrocities all over the world and he is predicting that it's going to happen. And he's someone who I highly rely on because whenever he tells me something's going to happen, it happens. And so that's why it's so important for us to let our audience know that it's going on. But, you know, one of the great things about this and foreseeing these types of issues is there's solutions that you think of in advance. And so your company, flyovermeat.com, it's one of the companies that has actually created a solution. So we'll talk about what you guys are actually doing over there because I think it's incredible. I actually and will have that video for you guys within this week. But I actually just started using your products and I did a whole video about how you know viewers could use your product. So I'll let you detail it and I'll give a little info what I did myself. Okay, great. Well, I mean, you just brought up a very interesting thing. When we talk about uh, uh, famine worldwide, we think of, you know, when we started this company, it wasn't because we necessarily thought this was a product that we would hopefully need right now. Uh, obviously, it's long-term storage. What we were hoping to do was to be able to grow the company and put this in as many American hands as possible. But when you talk about uh, a, a global famine, the idea of we considered this, it's why freeze dried products were so important to us. It's because it's three quarters of the weight because it's so shelf stable. It's something that this should be eliminating the idea during bumper years when we have more cattle than we know what to do with. We should be able to freeze dry and be able to provide and sustain uh, and help people around the globe, not just Americans. But, you know, unfortunately, the need, as you can see with the shortage of beef, is that now this is what we need to be able to do. And, what, and we're proud of the fact that we're able to um, – because it comes down to it, it isn't just about having long-term storage food, right? It's about knowing where that food came from. And we're extremely proud of the fact that we know uh, where the cattle have grazed. We've followed them. We go out and I go out and visit them every single week and walk with them. Uh, we bought our cattle futures so that we could guarantee that uh, we didn't have cattle injected with mRNA vaccines and we didn't have steroids pumped inside of them and that they weren't eating a bunch of muck that was made to fatten them up when, when in reality it wasn't the right thing for the animal. Uh, we make sure that they're carefully hand slaughtered uh, and, and, and hand carved so that we can turn around and provide people, you know, you can't freeze dry fat and we want to be able to provide people with the be very best parts of the cow. And that's why, as you were showing on the website, we have, uh, we're the only company in the world that's, that's decided to separate filet, ribeye, New York strip uh, away from what we uh, call our original steak. And, you know, our original steak in and of itself is still your sirloin, your tri-tip, your picanha, your uh, brisket. Um, so what we wanted to give people was not just the idea that they could survive, but that they could thrive. And, and we're very proud of the product because not only is it, an, uh, I believe, an excellent tasting product once you've gone ahead and, and inserted it into whatever recipe you've had or however you wanted to treat it, but we send it out to you knowing that it's been preserved multiple ways. It was sous vide, pasteurized, then it was freeze dried, and, and there's no ingredient in there other than beef. That's it. Mm -hmm. And every aspect of this product is American. I mean, the air, uh, oxygen absorbers come from Wisconsin. Our bags come from Florida. Uh, everything we do are, are all 
pure Texas cattle. And, and we're very proud of that fact that we're able to sit here and make this supply chain a little less vulnerable uh, than, than your uh, supply chains right now that the world is so dependent on because we've been able to localize it and we've been able to therefore also ensure its quality and safety. Yeah, and I think it's really important. And that's the reason why, you know, when I saw this story, I want to have you on because I think it's it's interesting to pair a, a potential problem with the solution. And you guys are so kind where you guys are going to offer our audience up to 15% off if they use promo code BREE, which is B-R-E, over at flyovermeat.com. I, I think it's interesting. So I, I used it this weekend and I use beef broth to kind of rehydrate the beef. And honestly, you couldn't, my friend was laughing because she's like, I can't tell that that was already like dehydrated meat, that that was just something that you were going to have stored in your closet. I'm like, no, look at this. And then we started and it tasted good and it was amazing because it was probably took us about eight hours to leave out and sitting into the beef broth, but nobody would ever know. And and honestly, it's, it's something that's so impressive because I think we use the top sirloin or what is it? Top steak. Is that what the brand that one is that you were so that, That's our, our original steak, which right is it's sirloin. It's tri-tip. It's a uh, brisket. And you did eight hours. So you did the cold method. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so, yeah. Okay. So yeah, and there's multiple broth. ways yeah. to re- reconstitute it. And then I just want to make a minor correction. It's an, it's not dehydrated. It's freeze dried, which is, is even better yes. because no, because the reason why that's so important is, is that unlike your dehydrated products, uh, uh-huh. when you reconstitute a dehydrated product, you have to know the exact measurement of water in order to mm-hmm. the, to reconstitute it because otherwise you oversaturate it with a freeze dried product, uh, through the sublimation process it actually maintains the cellular structure. So in other words, all the water that's withdrawn, all the moisture that's withdrawn from the beef, uh, when you, uh, rehydrate it, all of it is, is, it only takes in as much. So like, as you said, you put it in a bowl. But after eight hours, did it taste oversaturated or did it taste, and it had more broth still in the bowl, I'm assuming, correct? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it didn't rehydrate and take all the broth out. And so the important factor mm-hmm. there is, is that, uh, is that even though when you rehydrate it, you're, you're going to be obviously pulling moisture and you can't overhydrate it. It's, it's, it's mm-hmm. a beautiful thing. It actually means that like, if you put it in your fridge for eight hours, you're not looking at mush when you're done. You're looking at beef. What yeah. an amazing concept, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, because you know a lot of these these other products that are out there on the market, you don't. It doesn't look like it's real beef. It doesn't. Look if you can find me, if you can find me a beef crumble on a cow, I'm just asking because I, I see taco flavored beef crumbles everywhere, and I just want to know yeah. whatever that beef porridge is. Uh, could you point to it on a cow where that came from? Because if you can find it, I can't. Yeah. And I've gone through a lot of cows in the last couple of years. <laughs> yeah, you'd be the one who. I mean, I know you don't have the, the hat on, but you'd be my expert. So yeah, I'm going to start wearing that. I'm going to at least hang it in here in between the flags so that it adds <laughs> some sort of credibility. Everyone's like, "Oh, he's got a hat. He definitely knows about that." No, <laughs> yeah, this guy so, knows what he's talking about. But yeah, and I always yeah. love delivering the. I, I like to say, yeah, it's not just you don't just get 15% off with promo code Bree. Uh, it's B R E. But when you go to flyovermeat.com. You can go ahead and add in, um, when you put in promo code BREE, we make sure that there's also free shipping. So it's mm-hmm. 15% off and free shipping when you use promo code BREE, B-R-E. So go over to That's Fly amazing. Over Meat. Yeah. Well, 
thank you for offering that to our audience. I think that's, that's really important. And you know, you guys are going to start expanding soon. So we're excited about that, but it's good for people to get this now, start building up your pile, you know, her emergency pile now, and, and then kind of, you know, go a little bit above and beyond later on. Uh, I've got mine stored up. We were just talking about it earlier. Like you mentioned, I've got an apartment, so I'm kind of, you know, pressed on space here. So I've got my four bags of meat just sitting right now in my closet, but it's good. It's dry. And it's it's there if I ever need it. So it offers me some relief. So I'm excited for that. Jason, and one, thank you for jumping one of the on. things sorry, one thing I want to throw in there real quick is for those people who think, oh my goodness, this is so overwhelming. I don't want to I can't budget for this and not first of all, I don't want you to starve to death. So <laughs> we created a subscription model. So it's actually really neat. You still get the savings as though you're getting the food, uh, uh, you know, when you're buying it in the larger bulk, but we spread it out and we ship it out to you. Uh, and so you can be on a subscription. So that way you can sort of look at your monthly budget and say, look, if I wanted to start planning ahead and I can't necessarily make a huge outlay today, I can sit here and still plan and know and depend on it and it will arrive to me every single month. And I can start building up, as you called it, survival pile. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a great that's a great little feature that you guys got there. I like that. I like that because it, it's it's difficult times right now, but you don't want to be, you know, caught up in Biden economics and <laughs> on the short end of the stick when you want beef, you don't have it. it. It could be. I mean, we all remember the toilet paper shortage during the pandemic. I mean, that was a bit ridiculous. I still don't even know. I don't think we ever got an explanation for that, actually. <laughs> uh, I don't want I, I want to know what they sure how many people it. are still sitting there with a the garage full of toilet paper because, you know, they're out there and they just won't admit it. Okay, so I've got like a little stash pile myself, not going to lie, just in case that ever happens again. <laughs> uh, oh, my but goodness. You're like, oh, this is bad. This is bad, Brianna. It's okay. Yeah. It's honest. <laughs> it's, it's okay. It's okay. As long as you also have a compost to toilet somewhere so you can have an emergency, you're good to go. Brianna, <laughs> oh, I feel like no, I need I to send you more stuff. Yeah, there you go. Okay. <laughs> thank Jason, you for having me so on much. so much. You guys, I've said it once before, so I'm going to say it again. And under the Biden regime, I've never been more worried about my financial future. I called my good friend, Dr. Kirk Elliott, because I wanted to come up with a plan put in place to make sure I was secure. And he came up with a plan for me to invest in silver. I'm rich. I've got my silver. I'm feeling so much better about my future. I highly recommend you give him a call and just chat with his team. 720-605-3900. And you could also head over to his website if you'd like to schedule an appointment. It's kirkelliottphd.com slash Brianna. To celebrate the new year, we're having the biggest sale ever on overstock clearance and brand new products. For example, save 60% on our Goose Down comforters, the best comforters ever. They go perfectly with our MyPillow bed sheets and duvet covers. Save 25% on our brand new kitchen towels. They're made with the same technology as our famous My Towels. Our initial quantities are extremely low, so get them now before they go. Our seasonal flannel sheets are finally in. You save up to 50% and they sell out fast every year, so order now. They're truly the best flannel sheets you'll ever sleep on. Or save up to 80% on all our clearance items. And this is where it gets even better. For a limited time, your entire order ships absolutely free. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use that promo code to get deep discounts on all MyPillow products. And for a limited time, your order ships absolutely free. And if you enjoyed that segment, make sure you hit that like button. 
And if you want to see the news before it becomes the news, you have to subscribe to our channel. And well, if you have a liberal friend that you're looking to save, make sure you share this content with them.